welcome to The Mum Show. My name's Marina and I'm joined here today by my good friends Emma Brown and Claire Hooper. And we're going to be having a look around the issue of honesty. Is it okay to lie to our children? And how do we feel when our children lie to us? It's an interesting question. Very. And, you know, I do believe, girls, that confession is good for the soul. So before we go any further and I start to unpack some of the lies that my children tell, I think we should make a confession of the lies we have told our children, OK? Are you OK with that? <laughs> oh, my goodness, <laughs> Of course we're OK with that. OK, so I'll kick start. OK. I told my children a terrible lie when they were about... Um, oh, they must have been about four and two, so really susceptible age to believing me. And during the week, my husband had been playing around with security cameras in the house. And, you know, we were playing games where they go and run around the house and you say, oh, mum, you'll do a little dance and you watch yeah. me and all this sort of thing. So they're totally bought into this thing. We'd packed them away and they'd gone. Anyway, a few days later, I, something had happened and I'd caught the children lying. And I said to them, um, can you just, just be honest with me? Just be honest, sweetheart. Did you, did you do this or did you not? I can't even remember what it was. Did you do it or did you not? She said, no, mummy, I didn't. I definitely didn't do that. I said, OK, I'm just going to go and check the footage. Oh. And um, I told them that, that we had security footage of absolutely everything. <laughs> and it was awful because all of a sudden, my children started to confess everything they'd done in the last week. They're like, oh, mummy, you're probably going to see oh, this really and you're probably no. going to see that. And I was just like, oh, no, this is awful. And so then I realised that I'd used a lie to cover a lie and that this was probably not the best thing to do. So I had to kind of, you know, backpedal. And I, and I started by being bashful and going, oh, well, maybe they're broken. Maybe they're not real. OK, we haven't got them. I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so, come on, before we go any further, what are the lies you've told your children? Oh, gosh. Well... Probably the most recent lie, and you may, you may think it's a lie, you may not, but it was, it was actually this week um, with my youngest, Erin had been to the dentist, she'd had some work done and she'd had a, an extraction, but she didn't tell me she was going to put her tooth under the pillow. Mm. So the next morning she came downstairs absolutely mortified that the tooth fairy hadn't been. Um, so I was like, oh, I don't believe this, I felt like the worst mother in the world. So I said, Erin, do you know what it is? It's because it was pouring down with rain last night. And of course, we all know that fairies yeah. can't fly in the rain. So, yeah, probably, yeah, I think that I probably... I don't know if that's a lie or if yeah. that's pretending. I'm not too yeah, sure. Yeah, it's true. It's true. Is it an imaginary game? What about you, Claire? I um, used to often embellish the truth to my children around mm. bedtime many years ago. I decided to set the bedtime routine so strict that when it got to the winter, I could run it at any point. And if, I, if, if the day needed to end, I would put them to bed at five o'clock and they would know no different. So <laughs> again, like, it's bedtime. Is that a lie? Is that an extension of the truth? Oh, <laughs> no. No, bedtime's when you're sleepy, surely. Yeah. So it would, could be, I, I, I would start the route to bedtime whenever it went dark. I'd be like, the sun's going down. It was like it, I, I worked it all around mm. that. It's time for a bath. It might have been half past four, but it was time for a bath. Yeah. And the day just ended a, a couple of hours earlier. <laughs> it can be a really helpful tool yeah. to just, you know, it's like it's quite nice, my child, not being able to tell the time and being able to say, yeah. oh no, it's definitely that time now. We can do it so naturally <laughs> at times, can't we? And not. Yeah not realise how yeah. easy it is to put mm. to put those little yeah. fibs in there. Yeah. So I'm going to play a quick game with you. Have you ever played Have You Ever? 
So basically, I'm going to ask a question. You need to tell me if you've ever told this lie. <laughs> you have to do it. It's not optional. <laughs> you have to tell me if you've ever told this lie and why you chose it. Can Quick we lie? Around. Can we lie? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Have you ever... Quick answers, ladies. Quick okay. answers. Are you ready? Have you ever told your children that Santa is real? Yes. No. Are we going to do you? The, yeah, what about the wise? Are we going to do the wise? <laughs> um, I think I, my feeling is about Santa, it's something that I grew up with. So it's something that felt is, feels meaningful to me and my husband. Uh, we both grew up with Santa being a story, being something that added to the magic of Christmas. So yes, I absolutely do tell my children that Santa exists. But he only brings them one present each. Go on, Claire. I didn't want a man in a red suit to steal my thunder and so like <laughs> I've worked hard all year and I have known my kids well enough and I, they've given me a Christmas list and I wanted to take all the glory so no man was going to come and steam down my chimney with a bag of presents they were from mum and dad <laughs> that's probably the main reason why. Okay have you ever lied about the health benefits of a food type for instance eat your carrots you'll see in the dark. Mm. Absolutely yes. <laughs> Um, because it's true, isn't it? No, well, no, it's no. It of course it's true. Um, I don't know. That's a really good point. I don't know if I have. Okay, have you ever so. sustained a lie created by your child to keep them compliant? For instance, that's right. Stay in bed, or the boogeyman will get you. Oh, mm. I would like to think that I have never um, kind of recognised their fear and used their fear as a way to mm. keep behaviour kind yeah. of in check. I would like to think that I haven't yeah. done that. That's good. Yeah. But maybe I have. I, I don't know again. I don't think I, don't think I have. I, d I, don't think, I don't think I have done that. Okay, last one. I have my kids, I think. <laughs> yeah. Last one, I've done this so many times. Um, have you ever told your children there are no chocolates or sweet treats in the house and then hit the cupboards the minute they're in bed? Um, <laughs> I think, I pro no, I don't think I have told them that, <laughs> but I, we have quite a strict rule in our house that they, you know, they don't really get a free reign on sweets and chocolate. They know basically times of the week that they're allowed that kind of stuff. So it's there, but they kind of know that they're it, cool with that boundary. Yeah. yeah. Oh, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I, have a, I have many places I hide sweet treats, and if I can't, if I'm going to hide them, I will, I will head for the sprinkles even in the cupboard. I will eat anything <laughs> and tell the kids there's nothing in the house. At least once a month, anyway. At least for, yeah. yeah. It's hard, though, isn't it? Because we know, you know, the Bible says, do not lie, do not, do yeah. not be untrue. But it's so yeah. difficult because at times it can make us feel powerful. It can make us feel as though we're... We're in control of this situation, yeah. it rolls off the tongue. It, yeah. Is it really the building block for creating honesty in the home? Well, I think sometimes it's the easy option. It is, and, yeah. it, and, it's, and it's the option for a quiet life or yeah. to avoid conflict sometimes or to speed mm. things up in a busy life as well. I think yeah. it can be done for not necessarily purposefully, uh, you know, any kind of malice reasons. Yeah. It's, it's kind of sometimes it's... But that builds up, doesn't it? It does. Yeah. That adds up, and yeah. before you know it, you can kind of add up in your day and think, well, how much have I actually told you that's genuine, yeah. and how much of what you're hearing from me is just pacifiers? Yeah. And Absolutely. at some point, those pacifiers have to come to an end. Yeah. You know, at some point, yeah. they need to know, like you've established in your house, they can't just eat the chocolates yeah. in the cupboards, you know? Yeah. 
Well, shall we hear what the children have got to say on the matter? OK, yeah. let's take it away with the kids. Yeah. No, it's not OK to lie. No, because they might not then believe you and then something might be true and they won't believe you. I don't... I think that the truth is not always the best thing to say because um, it might hurt other people and it's not... It, you want to make everything right. Uh, it's an okay to lie because um, you, you're going to get found out anyway, so you're just causing more trouble for you and yourself. They might see they're going to go somewhere, but they might mm, not go that day and all that time and, yeah, and just trick somebody. That we might be going somewhere when we're actually not. Um, I think, yes. Um, because they want to make the, it right for the children or um, things that when they tell always the truth it might hurt someone. I think growing up some, sometimes tell lies to make excuses for bad things they've done. Pretending is like a little gay like if you're pretending to be an animal, but lying is like it's, you're telling a lie. But pretending is like pretending to be someone. But lying is like saying you are someone. Um, I think there's a little difference between those things because pretending is just when you're pretending about something. And lying is when you're not telling the truth. I think the Bible says that we should not lie. Maybe not to lie, because if you lie, someone won't believe you. You can tell a lie, but not all the time, because it will be very... Um, no one would know what what the truth is if you always lie. It tells us to think about things that are true rather than things that are lying. They're such fantastic responses, <laughs> aren't they? Incredible. <laughs> Incredible. I love that. Oh, so you can lie, but sometimes. not all the times. Oh. <laughs> they do. So insightful, yeah. though. Yeah, it is. I, one of the things yeah. I found really insightful was um, the younger two of the group, when they said, what lies do grown-ups tell? They both said, um, they try and trick you. They'll tell you that you're going to go somewhere at a certain time, and then they don't. Mm, yeah. And when they said it, because it's my daughter that says yeah, one of them, I yeah. was like, oh my goodness, all of a sudden I understand why you get so cross with me mm. when plans change and I haven't kind of made the effort to say to you, you know, okay, Lily, I think life's going to happen differently today. We were supposed to do this at this time. It's yeah. not going to happen at that time now. We're going to have to move things about. And I actually, I was so intrigued by it, I actually went and spoke to quite a few different children and so many children came up with the same answer and they kept saying to me, oh, it's yeah. when they change their mind, it's when they change their plans. Yeah. And that, I think, as a grown-up, mm. that's something that we just see as life. Well, 
or maybe I'm on my own there, but I just see that as life, that sometimes it doesn't go according to plan, it doesn't happen how we want to, and I don't feel as though I've necessarily impacted on them mm -hmm. in a way where they might see that I've been dishonest. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think it's really important for us as parents to recognise that actually children don't think the way that we do. Um, so actually, particularly younger children, they have um, very concrete thinking, so they see things very black and white. Mm. Uh, and, and it's through kind of negotiating and helping and explaining to our children why sometimes plans change or that they can start to learn to become adaptable as well. Um, so I don't, even though they've said that, that they see that as lying, I think as they get older, they will learn that actually, you know, you weren't necessarily doing it to purposely lie to them and that kind of life sometimes, you know, because if we, if we over explain as well to our children mm. um, and never let them experience that feeling of, oh, plans change and mm. yeah. then we're kind of setting them up to fail as well a little bit aren't we so it's getting the balance yeah, but it's point. certainly important for us to think and recognize yeah. that their little brains mm. aren't the same as ours and they maybe do need a bit more explaining yeah it's a good, mm. point. It's a good point have you claire have you had any moments in uh, your world because i in your family dynamic you have older <laughs> and younger don't yeah. you and that must at times cause yeah. an interesting dynamic when it comes to honesty have you found any kind of interesting experiences yeah i mean or? yeah i mean they feed off each other that's that's for sure like you know you can start a story and it's amazing how they you know gather together sometimes and you're having to pick out who said yeah. that which one was true not to jump to somebody else's defense straight away because somebody else has said something and it may sound like it's the truth but you don't know it's important just to gather the facts properly but we had a, such a funny experience a number of years ago when two of mine were quite young and, and um, at the side of my bed there'd been a 10 pound note and I knew it was there because it was there for something very specific anyway um, came downstairs went back up to collect it for this particular reason and it was gone and I was like well one of them has collected this. I know it was there because it had been a... It, you know, sometimes you misplace things and you're like, oh, I'm not sure, but I knew it had gone. So we sat them all down, family meeting. Who's taken it? Nobody. Who's taken this from the side of my bed? Nobody. Well, actually, I only sat the older two down because I didn't assume that the little one had been involved in this at all. You know, not assuming that, that they would be interested in money. Um, so later on that day, we were actually at church and um, uh, one of... Uh, my nephew came over and said, uh, oh... Um, it just told me that, that he found a tempo note outside on the, on the, in the car park and, um, you know, to come and tell you, isn't it amazing he found this tempo note? And I'm like, how strange. <laughs> I'm like, okay, two and two together. Creativity, trying to literally, like, tell some, somebody do something about this for me. So I followed this out throughout, throughout the morning. We actually had to start church. I waited till afterwards. And then my youngest came to me with this huge drink full of... Um, marshmallows and drinks. I'm like, who got you that? And she was like, oh, my brother got it for me. And I was like, how? Well, two and two are becoming like an absolute concrete now. Where did you get that money from? I know you don't have it. It must have been my £10. So we get home. I left it. Didn't deal with it then. Took it home. I had a chat about it and said, we really need to talk about this now. Did you take that £10 note from the side of my bed? No. Okay. Every angle. And I was like, okay, you must have taken that £10 note. And then I went, I thought, just going to ask a different question. 
where did you take that £10 note from? And then he said, well, from her room. And the, the one that I discounted oh. for taking the, taking the money had, was the one that originally, so there was a whole mm. like, story that unfolded. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and actually, they were all involved. Oh. <laughs> it's so interesting, though. Sorry, it's so interesting the way you had to <clears throat> change the question. Yes, mm. I'd asked a direct question, and I got a direct answer. And then I had to ask an indirect question to, to get the answer mm. that I needed. Mm. And actually, you realise that it's, a, it's just a total... It just, it just tumbled out. There was no... It, it wasn't meant with any harm intended. It was just an opportunist moment. And then this lie became something bigger and then a story. And then they didn't know how to, how to create a story. I think we'd said it was just burning a hole in, in the Absolutely, pocket. And they were like, yeah. I need to, like, mm. so he wanted to buy his sister something because that's where he'd taken the money from because he thought he'd stolen from his sister. He didn't know he'd stolen from me. And she's oblivious to it all going on. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. And I think it's what, what's really important in that story is that we, you know, children, like us as adults, we all make mistakes, don't yeah. we? Um, and actually, I would really like us to kind of normalise mm. the fact that children will lie. In mm. fact, it's, a, it's an, a, an appropriate developmental mm. stage that most children go through, probably about the age of five, that they start to um, realise what a lie is, that they can say something and that people will believe them even though it didn't actually happen. Um, and actually it can also be seen as almost like faulty problem solving. So like they have, they're kind of backed into a corner, they're either trying to get out of trouble, um, they might be trying to fit in with their peers, they might be trying to get some attention, but they've learned that this, this thing that they can do, which is make something up, mm. can actually solve a problem. What they haven't realised yet is that it can create a bigger problem for them and it's mm. our job as parents to start to have those conversations and not see our children's lies as a personal mm. kind of... Um, it's not, they, you know, right. Children don't, per, don't set out to hurt us by lying, but actually, you know, a lot of us as parents feel very hurt when our children lie. It's, it's a hard it, thing. It's quite interesting because um, my daughter, we were having a discussion the other day and, um, and I said to her, you know... You, you keep telling me the wrong thing, but you know, you know you're lying about it. And um, she said, what would really help, because I always lie first, and then I might probably lie the second time, but by the third or fourth time, I think I'm ready to tell you the real answer. Mm. So it would really be helpful if you could just ask me about four times, and then I'll know. Oh, yeah. And I was <laughs> like... Okay, Lilia. So we gave it a go, and it was so funny. So like, now, you know, I'll say to her, Lilia, did you just help yourself to the biscuits off the plate? And she'll go, no. Did you just help yourself to the biscuits off the plate? No. Do you remember our little chat before about, have you taken the biscuits off the plate? Yes. <laughs> and it's a, it's a really strange yeah. thing. It's as though we've got to kind of be really yeah. patient in asking the right questions yeah. Yeah. and um, be persistent in that so yeah. that they feel confident yeah. to give us those answers. Yeah. So... I mean, obviously, we don't want to encourage our children. It may mm. be developmentally normal, but we don't want to try and sustain yeah, right. this behaviour. We want to be able to deal with it. What, what methods have you over the years, Claire, or, or do you know that work to put in place to help a child kind of break a habit of lying? Well, I think my, my kind of position on lying is that, you know, with any kind of behaviour, or, and behaviours that are kind of antisocial, and I guess lying could be classed mm. as an antisocial behaviour, or a behaviour that we don't doesn't sit right for us, doesn't sit right for us as Christians or even just as human beings. We don't like to be lied to. Um, 
So my, my position on it would be to really sit down and think, if you've got a child who is persistently lying about different things, why, why is that? Yeah, there will always be a reason. Mm -hmm. yeah. So really try and kind of um, think about what that reason might be. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and talk to your child, connect with them on, a, on an emotional level, um, it, at times when they're not, when there's not conflict around, and just be curious about what's going on yeah. for them in their lives. And that might just give you some clues as to, as to why they feel the need to lie. Mm. Um, and also, I, I just think kind of not being backed up into a corner as well and kind of giving them some space yeah. um, to tell the truth. Yeah. I mean, it, particularly, like, you're, like it's a really beautiful example, actually, for Lilia to have that um, of needing to be asked yeah. because her first instinct is that, yeah. oh, no, I didn't because she doesn't want to get into trouble. But asking her several times just gives her a little bit of time, a little bit of space to think, yeah. ah, okay, now I've got this time to think, last time I told the truth, I didn't actually get into as much trouble as I'm thinking mm. I might, so maybe it is okay. Yeah. So... Yeah, I love the thought of that. It's, a gra it's so grace, that, and that's so what Father God wants for us as well. Like, I think that's the first place you get it sorted, isn't it? You know, that honest dialogue that you have with God. And how many times have you been in prayer and you have withheld it because you're not sure if God's going to say yes or no mm. to your request. You're not sure if he's going to approve because, because our relationship is always moving and always ongoing. And I think that, that establishing that good communication with with your father in heaven helps you to be gracious to your children when mm. they behave like that as well to understand what they're feeling because you know how that feels because very often you might go into a time of prayer or into a time of need or into a, ta a season where something's changing and you're looking to God and you you just I don't know if I want you to know me in this way yeah. I don't know there's there's an element at which we we do and, and we can although as adults we find it very easy to um, put on a facade of everything's on but we don't necessarily say a lie but we might internally yeah. be not being truthful but for children they're very external often in the way that they behave I think for us to model that and for us to build a foundation of honesty and, mm. and openness mm. um, not everything not not you know tell everybody everything but a level of honesty where you're saying it's okay sometimes to to not know what to say or not know what to ask or not know what to do or not know how something's going to react yeah. um, but it's, our approach needs to be consistent. So if we're finding a child is persistently like lying or, or you're finding yourself persistently having to lie mm. to your children, let's get to the root of what that is. And let's go, let's, there's a reason why people withhold truth. Yeah. There's a reason why. I think there's a really nice um, scripture in John, 1 John, and it talks about let's not love each other with words and speech. Mm but in action and in truth. Yeah. And I think that it's really easy as parents to feel as though when a child lies, this is it, this big ball of dishonesty. Yeah. And it can, it can yeah. actually, it can be frightening mm -hmm. because the last mm -hmm. thing you want is for your yeah. precious, beautiful child to grow up deceitful yeah. or, or for your teenager, nearly a man, you know, whatever it is you're dealing with, that can be really scary. And I think as mums, we have to remember that we are the culture creators, we are the yes, home true. builders, we're the ones that are making our environment. Mm. And we almost have to say, do you know what, I'm gonna make an honest environment. And yeah. you know, very much what you're saying there, I think when, when we are almost anxious to come to God, it's, it's because we don't want him to see that we've let him down yeah. perhaps. Yeah. And we need to try and show as God does with us to our children, you know, you can get this wrong. Yeah. 
you can make mistakes you can you can actually lie because you didn't know what else to do in the moment but whatever happens yeah. there is enough safety and love in this yeah. home for us to get through it yeah. and I think if we can be confident in that and just like you say accept the fact that sometimes children are gonna lie yeah. and try and focus not so much on dealing with individual situations all the time yeah. in a big escalating way but sort of yeah. say how can I create a home that is based in honesty and love yeah. and security mm. for the kids. Mm. Yeah. So I think if we, you know, if you were to look at our sort of key points to leave someone with, yeah. our top tips, looking around the ideas of lying, and I don't mind if you take this from <laughs> a parent or a child perspective, because okay. I think that it's really easy mm. either way for us to kind of get um, caught up. What would, what, would you, what would you say, Claire? That, like, look what's going on behind the door. You know, give give a good time and thought to it. And if it, is it worth it? Is is there? You know, is this moment of lying just a a moment? And then we're just going to take a snapshot and allow it just to pass on? Or is it something more underneath? Just find out. Open that door and find out what's what's going on behind there. Brilliant. I think for me, I would probably say. Um, I think that in the world, it's really natural for humans to want to force a confession out of somebody yeah. and to sort of say to somebody you will confess you will tell me the truth <laughs> did you take that money off the side of my bed but yeah. I don't think that it is productive no. I don't think no. that it gets you the, the confession that you want and I think that as parents and certainly what I want to try to do more is to um, to try and lead the way that the Holy Spirit leads us and that's actually with a gentle conviction that's with a, a tug at the heart that says oh I shouldn't have done that oh I need to put that right and I think that if you know just as the Holy Spirit encourages us comes alongside us champions us I think if we come alongside yeah. our kids and just kind of go oh guys you know yeah. rather than saying you took that money didn't you we yeah. feel like that but I think when we turn around and go Oh, I can see you've done that. Mm. How can we put this right? I think Absolutely. that I think when you create that environment, you turn things upside down and actually, like you were saying with your mm. son, there's this burning <laughs> this burning hole. I've got to get this lie out. Yeah. I want to tell you the truth. And I think and make it right. Yeah. Certainly my example in this is, is probably how <laughs> the Holy Spirit convicts me, you yeah. know, is, is what I want to try and communicate mm. more with my kids. Yeah. I think I would just add to that, Marina, by kind of thinking about well, two things really. One is leading by example. Yeah. You know, we are our child's point of reference. So true. We're also, again, their point of reference to Jesus. Yeah. Um, so if our child hears us telling lots and lots of little white lies during the day on the phone to people, you know, throughout the day to to, to them themselves, then we're not we're not modelling good, honest behaviour, are we? So that's the first thing. And the second thing is kind of basic psychology and it's about rewarding truth-telling. So particularly if you've had a conversation like you have and you can see that your child has taken a risk by offering something that felt tricky for them mm. to tell you, then just shower them with praise so on that. Wow, I can see that was so difficult for you to tell mummy that, mm. but I am so proud of you, and together we can work this out. Mm. And they will get the message, if that, if that happens over yeah. again, they will get the message, actually, this is, this is much better for me to take this risk and tell the truth yeah. than, than what might happen if I lie. That's great wisdom. Yeah. I love it. I'm going to steal that one. <laughs> I'm going to steal that. I'm going to write that one down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that's about all we've got time for today. But if you've enjoyed listening to some of our conversations, then please do hop over to our website, 
www.promiselegacy.com where we've got lots more resources available around the topic of honesty and many, many more. And if you do pay us a visit, please drop us a line because we would love to hear your thoughts and share your stories. Thank you ever so much and God bless. <laughs>